Welcome back to Gridlocked. My name is Tracy Taylor. I am a Seattle area traffic reporter, and this is my podcast. Welcome back, friends. Uh, Long time no talk. It's been a week and a lot to talk about this week. Got a couple of projects I want to just kind of uh, put in the back of your mind, and um, and let's get right into it, shall we? Uh, the one thing that I'm super pumped about is the zipper merge uh, story that I did on Cairo 7 TV this morning. Uh, I worked with photographer Brian Stahl. We worked with uh, Chris Sullivan, my partner in crime over on Cairo Radio. He takes care of the morning as I take care in the afternoon. Uh, we talked to Bart Treese from DOT, and he talked about how drivers really need to buy into the zipper merge to help with a congestion here in the city. And then we talked to uh, one of my friends, Trooper Rick Johnson from the Washington State Patrol. Uh, he's talked uh, to us and well, in great detail about some of the worst areas uh, where drivers just don't merge whatsoever or, for that matter, they bust through the gore point. And if you're not familiar with the gore point, I think we've kind of walked through this once before, but let me give you a little refresher course of what a gore point is. So, you know, when you're uh, envision this, okay, so the best roadway I can think of for a gore point is when you're coming off of Highway 99, say out of Tukwila from 599. And you're trying to get on to 509 in the First Avenue South Bridge. You know where that big, it's like striped in the middle. It looks like a triangle. And that's what they call a girl point. It's when the on-ramp merges with the mainline traffic. And that empty space in between the mainline and the on-ramp there. That gore point right there is notorious for drivers, especially impatient ones, to just kind of dart through there and then jump themselves right into the main line of traffic. Well, uh, one, it's illegal. Two, you can be ticketed. And three, you're not helping anybody by doing that because you're just going to get stuck and you're just going to cause more backups. So uh, Trooper Rick Johnson talked about the fact that not only do they cite people for busting through some of the gore points, and one of the worst ones that he's seen is the one that's out near Bellevue College. So uh, if you're coming off of uh, out of Factoria on I-90 from like 156 or 148th, you're going to that big open gore point there. It's a closer to that 405 merge. Yeah, they will bust you out there if you drive right through that gore point and not zipper merge. And if you're not familiar with a zipper merge, let me walk you through that. A zipper merge is just as it sounds. It's like the teeth of a zipper. It just kind of collectively works together. It's one after the other. And the best way I can describe it is a metered ramp. I know you've encountered at one time or another in your driving career where you have jumped on to, um, for instance, I, I drive 167 on occasion, not always, but I drive 167 and I usually jump on from 84th and Central in Kent or I uh, go as far down out towards 208th out by the Winco, the on-ramp there at the Winco. And uh, there's metered ramps there and it what it does is it helps move traffic along. So instead of zipping through there, it's metered. So it times it out to where cars can move together, just like the teeth of a zipper. That's exactly what a metered ramp is, and that's exactly what a zipper merges. And if we worked together, drivers all around, we won't eliminate congestion, but boy, we could really help it out a little bit. I mean, we won't see these long, steady backups. We'll start to see traffic moving along. 
if we implement the zipper merge. Now, I have talked to Representative Jesse Green, and at one point this year, he introduced a bill to enforce, not necessarily enforce, but to re-educate drivers uh, in driver's ed. And and um, just when you go to take your driver's, uh, to get your driver's license renewed, to really um, be tested on what a zipper merge is. So this bill didn't pass. So when I talked to Representative Jesse Green just this last week about this, and I said, so where are you at now? And where are you moving forward? Well, obviously right now, it's not going anywhere since it didn't pass. And so we have to wait till next year. And he has told me, uh, that he is going to reintroduce this bill once again into legislation, um, into legislature, uh, and see if we can kind of keep this moving along. It had a lot of support behind it. I, you know, and I think a lot of our representatives feel the same way that I think a lot of us frustrated frustrated drivers feel is that this is just getting out of hand. The congestion, the amount of people, and the little space that we have on the road. There's got to be a way and an easier way to try to keep traffic moving along outside of building out. And we know where we are with that. That's just not going to happen, guys. It, we just don't we just can't do it. There's just not enough room to build out. You can't build out I-5. Uh, there, you know, I mean, there's just a certain amount of uh, space on the on the road right now for all of us. And so I think with implementing a zipper merge, I think we're going to start to see things get a little bit easier not necessarily go away, but definitely get a little bit easier. If you want to see that piece that uh, I did with um, photographer Brian Stahl, I'm going to put it up on my YouTube page. And I'm also going to um, uh, put it up on uh, my website as well. And that's tracytaylorturner.net. All right. So let's talk about a couple of other housekeeping things. I know last week we talked briefly about Highway 18 and the big road project that's happening in the westbound lanes out near Issaquah Hobart Road and the overpass there. Now, summer travelers, I feel you because this is something that you want to keep uh, in the back of your mind. You're coming back from camping. You're trucking along on eastbound, you know, uh, I-90 and you normally take that Highway 18 exit and you're going over Tiger Mountain Summit and then all of a sudden you come to a screeching halt. Well, yeah, expect that for the next 65 days. Starting earlier this week, DOT crews have put in a new lane configuration as they are doing some grinding work, some paving work, and some restriping work because some of the potholes on Highway 18 out near Issaquah Hobart Road were big enough to swallow vehicles. And that's exactly what they're doing right now is we're doing a lot of that uh, repaving work and it's definitely needed. Is it frustrating? Absolutely. And with this road project going into July, especially um, coming off of, uh, you know, some some of their tra- uh, summer travel, Memorial Day, we'll have 4th of July. Yeah, this project is going to cause some big delays on Westbound 18. So if you are coming back from camping on Eastbound 90 and go Westbound 18, be prepared to be stuck in some pretty long delays. If you think I-90 is bad, just wait till Highway 18 in the summer. It's going to be rough. So it's something that I'm going to obviously keep an eye on because we use Highway 18 a lot coming back from Eastern Washington. The other thing that's super exciting uh, that DOT has put up is some new signs on eastbound I-90 out near Snoqualmie. And I have heard from time and time again from drivers about how frustrating it is to be trucking along on eastbound 90 and come to a screeching halt. And how many rear end crashes that happen out there on I-90 and Highway 18, especially for drivers coming off the ridge or uh, or headed to the ridge. You see some really ugly lineups using that Highway, highway 18 on and off ramps. Well, with the new signage that's gone in place on eastbound 90, Uh, It's going to give you 
early warning about some of those backups so you don't go trucking along and go you know screeching into the back of another vehicle. So again, some new signage has gone into place. It is active. It is live. And you're going to see that for your summer travel. So that's good news there too. Uh, let's see, a lot of other road projects happening overnight. Seattle, in downtown Seattle, the southbound five collector distributor lanes are being worked on. So that puts push, uh, puts pressure onto the mainline lanes. But a lot of this road work that's happening in the downtown corridor is overnight. Uh, so it shouldn't be too much of a problem unless you're an overnight driver. So the other thing that I want to kind of um, put a bug in your ear, and it's something that I'm super proud of because it just kind of it popped off as an idea with a conversation that I had had with um, one of our imaging directors, Matt Pittman at Cairo Radio and Trooper Rick Johnson. We were talking about the fact that, you know, we're getting into summer travel. People are going to be hitting the roads. So what do we do? How do we get the word out? How do we keep drivers safe? So, you know me, I will always find a way to come up with some sort of harebrained idea and bring everyone together because that's what I love to do. And I love to talk traffic, hence the reason for this podcast. So I have created a first of its kind traffic roundtable where I have asked Trooper Rick Johnson, Trooper Jonah ba- uh, Jonah, ba- Jonah, ba- Jonah Baptiste, uh, and I've also asked uh, Trooper Axman, along with DOT um, officials from the ferries, Ian Sterling, who has been a guest on this podcast, and Bart Treese, who has not been a guest on this podcast, but he's a friend of mine who I used to work with at a competing television station many, many years ago. Uh, Along with Chris Sullivan, we are going to get together and we're all going to sit down. Oh, and I can't forget um, King County Sheriff's Office PIO Officer Ryan Abbott. He is also going to join us in this traffic roundtable. Uh, where we're going to talk about summer travel. We're also going to talk to DOT about some of the summer upcoming projects, like the Highway 2 project. Why it's a little late, uh, especially, and why it didn't finish up, a certain part of it didn't finish up last year. We're going to talk to Ian a little bit about ferry travel this summer. Of course, wait times when it comes to the ferry terminals. Uh, Coleman Dock, we're going to talk to him a little bit about that and the renovation that's happening down there. And we're also going to talk to their troopers about some of the emphasis patrols that are going to be happening uh, throughout the summer, whether it be uh, DUI um, emphasis patrols. I know uh, Trooper Batiste, she is really um, super pumped to talk a little bit more uh, about the emphasis patrol that's happening on the I-5 stretch around Highway 16, where the speed limit has dropped. And man, have they been writing some tickets out there. I don't know what it is, if it's the signage or what, but drivers are just not paying any attention. You are flying through there uh, and they are pulling people over left and right. So we're going to talk to her a little bit more about that. We're going to talk to Trooper Axman. She is always up in Snohomish County. Of course, a lot of things happening there. And then Rick Johnson here in King County, he's got a lot to talk about too. So I hope you will join us over on Cairo Radio. And that's coming up on Wednesday, May 22nd. I'm really excited about this. I put a lot of heart and soul and effort into this. Um, so 2 o'clock on Wednesday, the 22nd, you're going to find it on MyNorthwest.com. We're going to stream that live. We're going to stream that live on YouTube. So if you go to YouTube.com and you type in Cairo Radio, you're going to find it live there too. We're going to Facebook Live this, and we're also going to broadcast this live on Twitter. So all of the major social media platforms are going to be live with all of this traffic plethora of fun Wait, does that make any sense? No. How about a how about a plethora of information? 
That makes more sense, doesn't it? <laughs> I think it does. Sorry, it's been a long day. Uh, so we've got a lot coming at you. I really hope you'll join us for that. The Traffic Roundtable again, Wednesday, the 22nd at 2. And if you have a question, you want to ask a trooper, you want to ask King County Sheriff's Office, DOT, or or, or anything traffic related, please shoot it to me. You can uh, do it on my website, tracytaylorturner.net. You can tweet at me, that's Tracy T. Traffic, and use the hashtag Cairo Traffic. Uh, that way I see it and then I can get that question answered for you. That's what I do. This is what I, I live for. I love to help you out, get your questions answered because I feel like a lot of drivers don't get their questions answered and I am your medium for that. So uh, I am more than happy to get your message passed along. The other thing that I'm super excited to tell you about is coming up here at the end of the month as well. I know I've got a lot of projects going on right now between the YouTube channel, the podcast, the traffic roundtable, but another thing that it's actually a lot of fun. And it's something that, you know, I don't think a lot of us talk about either. So I was um, contacted by the One Love Foundation here in Seattle. Michelle Heffron uh, said, hey, Trace, we do this thing every year and it's called the Lip Sync for Love Challenge. And Nico Thorpe, who is a Seattle Seahawk, uh, gets behind One Love. And if you're not familiar with One Love, it's to educate youth and, and help prevent teen relationship violence and abuse. It's to educate our teenagers about what is right and what is wrong in a relationship, how you should be treated and what you should look for, especially when, you know, picking a partner. Um, you know, there's a lot of domestic violence that happens out there. I, I hear about it. I read about it. I see it. And it's something that I think if we educate our youth early enough on, um, you know, we can stop it or at least prevent it. So uh, I'm excited to be a part of this Lip Sync for Love Challenge. Um, it is going to be on Friday, May 31st. This is going to be at the Showbox Soto. Uh, if you would like to come see me, Lip Sync for Love, and I've got a song all picked up. I tried to get a band together. Let me just tell you this. I tried to get my brother-in-law and a couple of our friends, along with my um, husband, involved in this one. My brother-in-law goes, no, I can't do it. He's just not, um, a, he, he just doesn't like public speaking or anything of that sort. So I tried. I couldn't get him to do it. Uh, I also tried a couple of other people to kind of get involved and become a quote-unquote band. The only person that's really um, interested in doing this is my husband. But, you know, e even him... It, He's just not that kind of guy. I don't think he's going to get up on stage and in front of, you know, hundreds, if not thousands of people that come to this and uh, and lip sync, too. But I do have a backup plan in place. I'm super pumped about this. But I would love for you to come on out, not only support a great cause, but um, come have some fun. And uh, Nico Thorpe is the reigning champion of the Lip Sync for Love Challenge. And uh I think I might have a, a shot of taking him down. From what I understand, Bender, formerly from KISS 106.1, uh, he's involved. Jen Mueller, uh, who is not only a friend but uh, another colleague too, um, she is also involved in this as well. So this is going to be a lot of fun. Again, this event is on May 31st, Showbox Soto. If you want to get your tickets, you can go to lipsync19.givesmart.com. Or if you're on Twitter, it's Lip Sync for Love, hashtag Lip Sync for Love. So again, that's May 31st 
at Showbox Soto. All right, so that wraps it up. I think this is the longest podcast to date, 15 minutes long. So I appreciate your time. I know this has been a little long-winded, but a lot of great things that are happening, not only with traffic, but the traffic roundtable coming up next week, Wednesday. I really hope you'll join us for that. And please send me your questions, tracytaylorturner.net, or if you're on Twitter, tweet at me, Tracy T. Traffic, or use the hashtag Cairo Traffic. Again, that's Wednesday, May 22nd on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and at MyNorthwest.com. Guys, have a great rest of your week, and I'll see you next week. We'll wrap things up from the Traffic Roundtable on the next episode. Take care.